We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. If you can find the time to explore the mind of a stripper, then you can find the time to spend with your actual family. Prime Time with Isaac and Sue. Oh, what they on? All steroids and no carbs. Them thick ass kids. This is prime time. Not like you. We're growing up. Your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Oh my goodness! Here are Isaac Roth and Jason Sakanik with Prime Time on 1080 The Fan. All right, Jason Quick will be uh, joining us next for his weekly visit. We are off early tonight, 5.30 Ducks basketball, so we have a lot still to squeeze in. Uh, the Panthers have found a head coach. Yes, they did. He they was, hired. He was not unemployed for very long. No, and I I, don't, I wonder how you feel about this. They hired Frank Reich, Yeah, the old Colts coach. I really thought, um, and, and, and it seemed the more it went, that this wasn't going to be the case, but I, I really thought that, Steve Wilkes should be the head coach. Yeah. You know, when he did a good job. They took over, or he, they, I mean, he took over that dumpster fire and it was Maybe a. Maybe he doesn't identify as a man. It's possible. <laughs> they, yeah, they, us. He took over an absolute just S show there in Carolina. They traded away, you know, their best player in, in Christian McCaffrey, right? He got saddled with, you know, Sam Darnold and uh, what, PJ Walker. And uh, who was the other one? They had the, oh, Baker Mayfield. And, dude, Carolina played their ass off and were a game away, really a half away from winning that division. So I don't know. Like, as, as an interim guy, all you're hoping for is that you have a chance, right? That's like the Jeff Saturday thing. Jeff Saturday says, I, I, I wish I would have, I wish an opportunity to be the head coach. But supposedly they're in high consideration to hire Jeff Saturday. And to me, if Jeff Saturday gets it based on what the hell he did in Indianapolis and Steve Wilkes didn't, then Steve Wilkes never had a chance. And I wish they would just come out and say that no matter what you do, you're not going to be the guy because, to me, he earned that job. And not that Frank Reich isn't a good candidate, not that Frank Reich isn't a good coach. I think very highly of Frank Reich. But, you know, that thing blew up in his face in Indianapolis. I don't necessarily think it was his fault. He got saddled with horrible quarterbacks, but so did Steve Wilkes. Yeah. And, and his team didn't implode. He was five and th- Wilkes was 5-3. and three. Yeah. So they were 2-7 and seven with Rule. Wilkes went five and three. Yeah, that that is a kind of a bad beat because, uh, of course, he's African American. Wilkes is, and then they don't give it to him, but they give it to a guy who was just fired. Yeah, a white guy by another team. I, I don't know. I I thought that when I watched the Colts and it and it did it, it ended poorly. I thought Frank Reich was actually a good coach in Indy. Yeah, his record is a winning record. He went forty thirty three and one. 
Uh, but it, it ended weird, not this past season, but the season before. They melted down, or it should have been in the playoffs, but they, they blew it. And then this last year, they were awful. The Matt Ryan thing, it just didn't work. And so you're right, he was saddled by bad quarterbacks. I think Frank Reich is a good NFL coach, and I think it's actually a good hire by Carolina, but I am with you that, I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Steve Wilkes did a good job. Give him a quarterback and see what he could do. Exactly. So I just, I don't, I don't like it. And, you know, unfortunately now, you know, I, I do hate that, you know, race is going to play such a big role in this. I wish we could move past this. Um, but don't you think this is a prime example of, well, of what people are talking about? And it's they're like, talking about his his attorney is is already yeah. talking. And, and, and I get it. Like, I, I get it. Because whether you're black or white, the fact that you took over one of the worst situations in the NFL with a roster that is not talented, with a, a giving, giving away your best offensive player, with the worst quarterback situation in the NFL, and you go 5-3 and three, and, again, damn near win the division – I don't know what else you can do to win the job, but I don't know. I just, it's, it's, um, it's, it's not good. It's not good. So this is one that the NFL again, continues to have an optics problem. I don't know if race played any role in this, um, you know, and I don't know how you prove that it, it did or it didn't. Well, but, that's the hard part, but there is an optical problem here. And like I said, Steve Wilkes deserved this job. Well, I mean, I think the flip side and what his attorney's going to argue is if Frank Reich were the interim that went five and three, he would have, he would have been handed the job. And it sure seems that way. Again, I think these are individual cases, case by case, and I hate making sweeping statements, but it's hard to argue with the logic that if, if you're Steve Wilkes and you're sitting around saying, what the hell, man, what do I have to do? I, I don't know. I do not know because he earned that job. And Frank Reich did not. He did not earn that job. It was... It was given to it him. It was given to him. It was it was falling on his lap. And and again, maybe Steve Wilkes can't interview. Maybe, you know, is is I, I don't know. Maybe they he didn't get along with management. I mean, I guess there could be a million reasons, but to me, you're always looking for proof in the pudding. And it's right there. Whereas if Jeff Saturday, what did Jeff Saturday go when he took over? Mm, including Including, I, I remember some like monumental meltdowns. Well, dude, they lo- they blew a thirty-eight nothing lead or thirty-five nothing. Yes, thirty-eight nothing. Yeah, they, it was the worst regular season loss Ever. in history. Ever. And then they also had a chance to beat the Eagles. I think they're up seventeen on them, and they blew that as well. Uh, so he went. He beat the Raiders. Yeah, and that was his big. That was his first one. And everyone was like, "Oh, Jeff Saturday." And then went zero and seven. <laughs> and yet, you know, one and seven. And yet, you're hearing again, just hearing that. Jim Ursick wants to hire him. And I'm, well, I'm Ursay's an idiot. Well, I'm guessing someone is in Ursay's ear being like, seriously, dude, don't don't do this. But again, if I'm an African American coach and if if Jeff Saturday ends up getting this job as an ass clown who has never coached before at any single level, is responsible for multiple meltdowns, your team basically quitting on you. If you end up getting that job in Indianapolis and Steve Wilkes is sitting there being like, I was handed the biggest crock of S. And I damn near made a playoff appearance out of it, and I don't get it, and it's given to me to the guy who got fired for Jeff Saturday. I get it. I yeah. get why people are pissed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was thirty-six nothing. Thirty. I mean, they were up thirty-three nothing in Minnesota at half. Kicked a field goal to go up thirty-six nothing, and um, and he's the odds-on favorite. No, too? sorry, sorry, they didn't. It was thirty-three to nothing. 33 nothing. They, they blew a thirty-three point lead. And he's and he's the odds on favor right now. He's yeah. the leader in the clubhouse to they get lost. that that Colts job. They lost. What? 39-36.
All right, there is a front runner for the Denver job, and it is not Sean Payton. Yeah, some of the stuff is cooled on old Sean. We will get to that at 5.15. But up next, our Blazers insider Jason Quick joins us on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. All right, uh, Damian Lillard dropped 60 last night. Blazers won. They beat Utah. They have now won... Uh, Without thinking about it, two in a row? Two in a row. <laughs> Trying to get to three. That's a hot streak. That is. Here's Jason they're Quick, on, they're, on, they're on a heater. Blazers Insider, how are you? Hey, I'm doing okay, guys. I have a, I have a uh, sports betting tip for you. It came in from one of our listeners. Throw it at me. I wonder if you, you've seen this. Now, this is this is a bit like Bitcoin or like stock tips. Like by the time we hear about it, <laughs> it's, it, well, you know, the whole thing of like by the time you hear about it, like it's too late. Yeah. So maybe yeah. we're at that point. But this guy said, watch the Drew Eubanks over under for blocks. It's usually a half a block. I just went and looked at his game log. That dude has had at least one block in 17 of 19 games, man. That's 17 wow. and two, bro. That's big money. Yeah. yeah. Big money. So I just wanted to and point that out. Can we talk about, should Drew Eubanks be starting because he's my new favorite Blazer? <laughs> I love me you some, know what? I love me some that, Drew Eubanks. That is exactly the question. And yeah. I, I think it's, it's going to be my next question to – Chauncey Billups is I, I think this team plays better when Drew Eubanks is on the floor. Yes. He might not be a better player overall than Yusuf Nurkic, but for this team and the way they play, he has, he makes this team better. I, I just like him running to the rim. I like his energy on defense. He's not as probably 
as a finished product, a better defender than Nurk, but he protects the rim better. Uh, I think he moves better. I, I think it's something they have to seriously look at because I, I, I think it's time to, and I think I've, I've said it on this show before, I, I think it's time to move on from Nurk. You know, they've waited. We haven't seen him progress since he's come back from his leg injury. He's been a fine player, but I think it's obvious that you're not going to get to the next level with Yusuf Nurkic as your center. Um, and so th- they've already kind of embraced having a small roster. Why not fully embrace it and start a six nine center like Eubanks? And I just like the energy and enthusiasm that he plays with. Do you think that the franchise believes it's time to move on from Nurk? Mm-hmm. I do, and I, I haven't got that from Joe Cronin or Chauncey Billups or anyone, but yeah, I, I think anyone who goes and, and watches this team regularly can see it. I, I mean, it's, it's not like I'm making some bold statement here. I, I think everyone throughout the course of this season has been like, yeah, it's another Nurkic, you know, fumble the ball out of bounds, miss an easy – a uh, shot at the rim, in foul trouble, another illegal pick. Uh, sprinkled in with some decent games where he can be very dominant against the undersized center. But as a whole, I think everyone can see that he's a fine player, but he's not going to get this organization to the next level. Yeah, and, and I was like at the beginning of the year when, when Eubanks started getting some run, you know, it was kind of a fun thing. Everyone loves the backup white center, right? The, you know, local kid yeah. that plays with energy. But when you watch him, I'm, I'm like – I said I was kind of, you know, I threw that out there to open it, but I was serious about it, and I'm I'm glad that you're you're with me on this one. There is a different juice when he's on the floor, and sometimes no like, you, you hear that, like you could say the same thing about when when uh, when Little's in there. They're just they bring they bring something. There's an energy. There's this, the, the, the crowd involved. The guys, the way people play off of them. There's just a different vibe when he's on the court, and I think it's a better vibe. I'm with you. Yeah, I think it's at least worth looking at. And and they have pretty much this year. I mean, as opposed to Little, Drew has gotten uh, extended run at times. And, and that's one thing that Chonky Billups has really done a good job of this year. He has not been afraid to pull the plug on Yusuf Nurkic in the middle of a game. Yeah. If he's in, you know, stumbling around and, and just not effective, he pulls the plug on that and goes with Drew and sticks with Drew. Um Nasir, we haven't seen him play in long stretches yet just because he hasn't been healthy. Uh, healthy enough to do it. But that's probably the next iteration of how do we improve the Blazers. And I, I think, you know, Josh Hart and Yusuf Nurkic are probably the two most likely guys to be traded at the February 9th trading deadline. Yeah. That, um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was and, just... and so, so it's not bad to see how Little and Eubanks could fill or, or be, you know, fill those gaps if you don't bring back somebody in those positions. Well, I, I was thinking about that. Uh, a Josh Hart, Yusuf Nurkic package for the trade deadline. Yeah. That's not horrible, is it? Like, I. Well, you're they, dealing with $28 million. Yeah. So yeah. You, you're going to get $28 million with a player back, whether it's one player or two or three or what. And, and Hart's so, yeah, a free agent, yourself. right? After the season. Uh, he can be, and he's got a player option, and it would be probably smart for him to opt out and get more money because he can get more than thirteen million dollars on the yeah. on well, the free agent market. I don't know. I don't know. Have you run the? I mean, who's out there? Like, could they could they get something legit back for those two? 
I mean, sure. You know, if Toronto, if everything's true in Toronto about them wanting to have a fire sale and, and believing that they're going to be sellers at the trade deadline, you know, they have OG Ananubi, uh, you know, Fred Van Vliet. I don't think the Blazers want Fred Van Vliet. Uh, I don't think it's enough to get um, Siakam, uh, who would be a great get. But there's players out there, I think, in the NBA who would improve this team. I think Charlotte's got some intriguing uh, members. It would probably be a two or three player deal like uh, PJ Washington, Kelly Oubre, that type of deal. But uh, it's really hard because I I don't think a lot of teams play the game of these guys are available and making it public. You know, it's more behind closed doors, uh, teams feeling around and, you discover who's who's available once the deal's done. But I think with 28, with Nurkic and Hart, I think you can improve this team if you get a smart trade. Yeah, and, you know, at this but point, they, you know, why? what do you got to lose, I guess, at this point? Because I, I feel like exactly. everyone, everyone knows with this, and you got, you know, Gary Payton can cover some of the, the minutes there with, with Hart coming off the bench, and, I'm with you with Nurkic run its course. Like I, at, at this point, what's the difference between being tenth and, and eighth? Well, look, this is this is really a big time uh, in in this Blazers era. Either you're going to go for it or not. You know, do it or get off the pot. You know, they keep talking about making a run with Dame. All right, well, if you're going to do it, you're going to need to do it in a big swing because you're nowhere close right now. And, you know, if you keep hitting these little singles, singles, I think the next thing you know, you're going to be out of time on, on his timeline. So they need to take a big swing and, and hit big at some point. And right now they have some decent assets with Hart being an expiring if a team wants to cut money. You know, Nurkic is a capable center. I, I put him in the upper half of the NBA centers. Uh, the only problem is he just signed for four years, so you're going to have to eat four years on a guy. Um, but still, it's an asset. He's a talent. So I, I think they can get better quickly with those two guys. And if he really wants to get big and, and throw in a shade and sharp or if there's a big interest in Anthony Simons, you know, there's avenues here. It, it's probably going to be painful, but that's what <laughs> – that's part of how you get better is kind of giving up talent to get talent and, uh, and swallowing some pain in the process. Jason quick, our blazers insider here. Uh, okay. So important question here, who, which blazer smells the best? Oh God. Uh, you know what? I don't know. I haven't been around this group enough, but I would guess Jeremy Grant. Hmm. Okay. Cause the fat he's into he's the fashion kind of in- and all that. He's into that fashion and all that, yeah. Does he really make his own clothes? I don't know about that. I would doubt it. I think he's more into the designers and fashion uh, icons and whatnot. So this this goes back to our theory, though, that if you dress really well, because we said, like, rich guys just smell good. Yeah, we were talking about this the other day. That's why the the question wasn't out of the blue. It was something that... If you're rich and you're well put together, you have to smell... Rich people smell better. (laughs) They just do, because they're well put together, and that was kind of our whole thing, like... Like I said, I bet you Pat Riley smells amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, my whole – Derek Anderson. Remember the old bla- blazer, Derek yeah. Anderson? Yeah. 
he must have put on a bottle of cologne after every game. <laughs> if you shook hands with him, your hand would smell until you took a shower. I mean, he and it, it was Angel is what he <laughs> he wore. And it was so overpowering. It was a pleasant smell, but it was so overpowering. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Angel, I'm Googling that. See, this is, again, we were talking about this. Like, you know, people that smell good and have a good vibe or the people that go over the top. It got into a whole conversation about rich people smelling. And I wonder if Lillard wears cologne. Does he wear cologne? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we're out of Jason. So he's like, "What? Is, what are he these seemed, questions?" He got a little testy. He got a little testy the other day. You think there's something to that, or is he just is his frustration just boiling over a little bit? Oh, that was at you too, I, wasn't it? Yeah, I think he just doesn't like me. So, oh really? <laughs> there's that. Yeah. Well, I know he doesn't. Yeah. Why would he not like you? Because you tell the truth <clears throat> and write the truth. Uh yeah, we had that big thing last year because I had the audacity to say that you know uh, they need to figure out what to do with him uh, as far as if he's, if he's injured, then have a surgery. If he's not, then is it because he's getting old? And then if they're going to break this all up, I think they need to put all their cards on the table and consider everything, including trading Lillard. And uh, he did not like that. He approached me uh, the next game and asked if I wrote that he should be traded. And I said, no, I said they should consider everything. He slammed the ball into the court, turned around, walked away, and we haven't spoken since. Other than in an interview, um, in an interview environment, a press conference environment. Wow, I didn't know you hadn't spoken since. Well, I mean, but yeah. guys, guys are so sensitive. Like, why is that not a fair suggestion at this point? He's thirty-two years old. They're not going anywhere. I mean, how does he not well, think that's going to come up? <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to get into it on the air because I don't want it to become any bigger than it already is mm -hmm. internally. Uh, it has been a um, confusing and frustrating issue, but I don't feel like it's my issue. So I don't really feel the need to press it any. Um, so like whenever he's ready to get over it or talk about it or explain it, I'm still a little confused by it. Uh, I'm willing, but I just don't feel like it's my issue, so it's not my yeah. thing to resolve. Who do you think's the biggest partier on the team? Biggest partier? Let me think about that one. Maybe Justice. Mm. Uh, I would say Justice or maybe Josh Hart. Mm. Hart parties, huh? I would think. I don't. I don't know that for sure. I don't know that these guys are huge partiers like back in the Darius miles, Zach Randolph days, all these guys are so fit and so into their bodies during the season. Now out, out of season, yeah. I can see some of these guys getting loose, but I don't think the end season going out and getting drunk is as prevalent as it was say 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. Now, who guys... was the guy then though? Who was like the big, those guys all partied, but who was the biggest partier back then? Darius Miles, Zach Randolph, without question. Yeah. Zach had a permanent. He had a permanent hotel room. I feel like Miles had a problem. Oh, I think they may have all had Ma problems. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, like you know, you know what I mean. But you don't have to comment on that. Um, all right, all right. I'm, th I'm trying to well, think. Well, some someday I'll, I can tell you guys a great Darius Miles story. Well, why not right now? <laughs>
Oh, okay. I didn't. I, I thought you were getting rid of me. I thought no, my time was up. Not at all. Uh, it was a time when he was injured and he was just kind of rejoining the team, and the team was in Indianapolis, and the Blazers just got walloped by the Pacers. No way. One night, and I wrote wrote the story, uh, called the cab to from pick me up at the arena. The cabbie's making small talk, going, "What do you do?" And I go, oh, "I'm a writer." And he's like, oh, I had a bunch of bunch of basketball players in my cab last night. They were hammered. <laughs> and I was like, really? And I reached into my bag, and I pulled out my uh, media guide that has a picture of all the, you know, headshots of all the guys. And I go, which ones were there? And he's like, that guy was the ringleader, and it was Darius Miles. <laughs> and then there was a handful of other players in it. And he's like, oh, yeah, and they were, you know, one guy was really super drunk, and they were going from place to place. And, so uh, as it happened, they ended up, I think they lost three straight games by 30 points. They went to Boston and maybe New York too. And uh, yeah, that was kind of the, the indication that Darius Miles was a bad influence on the roster. And I think the team started figuring it out around that time. In, like you said, though, in today's NBA, when you look at some of the good, like what Curry and LeBron and Giannis and that, and I know that you got the hardens of the world that loves his strip clubs and it's still out there, but is in the pressure to be in shape and the pressure to be professional, isn't that a lot greater now just in, in, in general? Yeah. Cause look at the salaries. Look yeah. what they're, look what's at stake. Yeah. I mean, the salaries have skyrocketed. I mean, what Miller's going to be making 63 million in a couple of years. That's ridiculous. That used to be a big, you know, uh, four or five year type deal. So it, yeah, I, I think it's totally changed now because there's so much money at stake that guys are really conscious about their bodies and their health. I mean, they hire chefs, they hire trainers, they hire shooting coaches. It's, it's up and down the line. They have a team of people that keep them at, at optimum um, levels. Well, miles blew through 62 million. I mean, that's not yeah, chump change. Yeah, he's broke, you know, yeah. Yep. All right. Do you have anything else to cover? Anything major before we cut you loose? No, it'll be interesting. Uh, you know, last game, uh, both Hart and Nurkic left the game with injuries and didn't return. So uh, on Saturday when they play Toronto, you know, it might give us that first glimpse of life without Nurkic and Hart, what that will look like. And uh, that could be intriguing. Okay. Uh, we will talk to you next week. Thank you. Okay, sounds good, guys. Blazers insider Jason Quick. Yeah, I, I hope at the trade deadline, I hope you package those two guys at least and yeah, uh, and make least. a move. Well, I mean, I'd I go Simons with them. Yeah, and there's a lot of people that are that are on board with that. I I don't feel they'd have to be blown away by something. Uh, I think, but you look what if at you get Siakam. How do you feel about that? I mean, I'm just, yeah. I, I have no yeah. uh, research on any of this. I'm just, I like him. I've always yeah. liked him as a player, but. I just, I don't know about the Simon thing. I just feel like Nurkic and Hart are expendable. Nurkic, I feel like it's run its course and, and, you know, Hart is great, but I, I think you can, you can put little in there. And then again, with, with GP2 to cover some of those backup minutes, yeah. you have to give up something to get something exactly. back. And I think that's those, what Hart and Nurkic and, and Simons, that's what that is. Yeah. Well, a, a lot of people. Where's Bob Witsit when you need him? A lot of people are on board with the Simons thing, calling it CJ 2.0. I just don't know if the Blazers are are there yet. Yeah, well, how many times have we heard that? 
for we've heard that for 15 years dude yeah well that's not true yeah. nine years well, but you know it's when a, are they ever going to get there it's a it's a it's a different one when cj it's it's year after year after year when and this is really year one and a half bring back bob witsit <laughs> trader bob let's go um jason quick our blazers insider joins us every thursday at 5 15. uh up next it is in the news presented by your noted newsman here's buck i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra start hiring professionals like a professional Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, we're running behind Ducks basketball, 45 minutes. It is January 26, 2023. Time now for In the News. I'm your noted newsman. Hello, thank you. Carbon neutral. Please be seated. Thank you very much. Everybody, everybody. Thank you. Yeah, today is Spouses Day, so shout out to all you spouses out there. I got nothing. I got nothing. Yeah, so you're not married, so you, so you don't have a spouse. No, I do not. In you fact, have I, a partner. I think I'm the only on-air fan personality that is not uh, that is not married. Heathen. No, I have a life partner. You know, you need. You really need to go back to God. <laughs> Only that's happened. I don't think he wants me. We broke up. Speaking of spouses, that we just decided to be friends, and by friends, it means never to talk again. Isn't that what friends do? Never talk. Well, like when you say, "Hey, let's just be friends." That's oh. code for let's never speak again. It's not you. It's me. Yeah. So you know. It's been over a decade now. It's it's, just, it's for the best. He's moved on. I've moved on. We're in a better spot. It is National Green Juice Day. Do you I, ever drink that? Every day. You do? I do. What's in it? Uh, I take one of like the, the, the superfood green drinks, and I mix it in with like my proteins. What That's basically what I, I take every morning. So it's got like 75 different things. So it's got beets and kale and just, you know, it's... Turmeric and, you know, it's one of those. You ever, like, it, like uh, Athletic Greens is one or, you know. And it's green? Yes. Even with the beets? Now, you don't make it naturally. You're saying it's like a, it's a mix or it's something? It's a powder. It's a powder. Yes. But I take it every morning. It's the first thing I do when I, it's the first thing I do when I wake up when, that I consume. I always see those green juices, you know, people drink. <laughs> I don't really know what they are. I assume just a bunch of veggies. Yeah. But they look disgusting. I can't get behind it. Mine are not. Well, again, most of the time it's usually mixed in with like a, a, a protein shake and some creatine and some other stuff. But it, it is definitely the dominant color and flavor of the beverage. I'm not going to say it tastes good because you don't sip it. You just you chug just, it. You just chug it. But it doesn't taste bad. So the idea is just to get the nutrients and yes. call it a day. Yes, it doesn't taste bad. But you would never sit there like reading your morning paper and sip it. Yeah, you and just, enjoy it. You, you just drink they don't it. really enjoy them. Yes, they do them because 
it's it's health benefits. Some of the greens yeah. are kind of bitter, and that's the issue that I have. Like when you get the ones that have like celery in it, and I know that that's like good for you, but eh, it's like juice is supposed <laughs> to be sweet, not bitter. Yeah, isn't that kind of like a vodka soda? You know, like nobody really enjoys vodka yes. sodas. They just drink them because what do they call them? Skinny bitches. <laughs> yeah, yes. they want to stay skinny. <laughs> Uh, the one I, I did AG one for a while, but it's expensive. It's like ninety, I think it's like ninety bucks a month. And I tried a bunch of different ones. Right now, I am on uh, un just the, my cheap plug here. Primal Greens is what I've been taking for. Hey, you get money for that? I do not, unfortunately. <laughs> Primal Greens. Primal Greens. It's like I want to say it's like forty or fifty bucks a month for like a big bag of it, and uh, that's how I start my morning. And it tastes not as healthy as my morning. <laughs> and that is. Black coffee, bro. <laughs> Three, four cups, maybe? Yeah. That's right. That's the breakfast of champions right there. Maybe you got to start that day and fuel your right. Maybe some toast. <laughs> Possible snow flurries in Portland this weekend. That's great. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, this uh, they're talking about this Saturday night as a cold front moves in. They're saying it's more likely to be flurries and a light dusting than heavy snow accumulation, so that's good. So basically we get all the annoyance of the super-ass cold weather, but not any of the fun of playing in the snow? Yeah, that's one way to look (laughs) at it. Uh, Sunday, when we're watching football, it's going to be cold. (laughs) Well, that's that's a great... You have no excuse to go do anything else. Seems like an inside day. Yeah, you you can tell the spouse, hey... No, sorry. On I, spouse day. It's, it's horrible outside. What do you want to go do? I saw an Instagram post today from the Oregonian that said, Will it snow in Portland this weekend? Maybe. Thanks for that. <laughs> Man, I tell you, the snow is a big deal here. Even the threat of it, they want to talk. It's yeah, a headline. We, we, we love it. We love the snow. Or I, I don't know we love it or hate it, but we talk about it a lot. We're consumed by it. Okay, we've got another one of these. Stop me if you've heard this before. A former coach at Portland's David Douglas High School is facing sex abuse and other charges involving underage victims. Yeah. Are we this going, is, is this male to female, female to male? 26-year-old Devontae Carter, inappropriate contact with two juvies. He was employed at David Douglas and coached at basketball camps across the Portland metro area. Um, they put him on leave after allegations surfaced. They later fired him, and he has been arrested in Texas. This is becoming my new... You know, Stephen A. Smith had the, the stay off the weed. Mine is stop having sex with your players at any level. Just stop. Don't do it. If you're a coach, do not have sexual relations of any kind, including creepingly kiss someone on the back of the neck. Don't do it it's you are going to jail or get fired or both i just feel so bad for kids all they want to do is just go play basketball and there's these freaking perverts yep it's just it's awful yeah well unfortunately they god i read a book once on this um i'll find the name of it because it's actually a really interesting how to book well, yeah, you know, just kind of some do's and don'ts sort of thing. Because I, too, was interested by that. And they, they talked about the psychology behind everything from, from churches to youth groups to Boy Scouts to sports. And it, it, was, all about, it was all about grooming. And there was two twofold. One was people that want to go do that. It's the perfect avenue. Well, he was a volunteer. Yes, it's the perfect avenue. And then they said, and this was the part that I found even creepier because that was very sinister right it's like so it's access access is one and and like the whole thing was you can 
you can better select your victims. You can find out who doesn't have father figures, who doesn't have parental figures, who 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 needs rides home from things, who's you know what parent is looking for a uh, find out who's vulnerable. It's yes, horrible. And find out who's vulnerable. So that was one side, and that's the very sinister side. But the other side of it, which was equally as kind of terrifying, was there's this whole other group of people that they don't believe are predators. And the situation presents itself, and you get this creepy bond that starts to form. Oh. And, and that... So it, it just happens. It just happens. And so you, they're, they're, it's like there's two very different archetypes that go down this road. Those that are looking for it and those that find themselves caught up in this this situation where they're like, well, I didn't intend to do this, but there's this, we're spending a lot of time together. They kind of alluded to one point, like, well, actors end up dating their co-stars, you know? Yeah, just on a movie they're set. They're around them. They they're around them, and, them. And you're sharing very serious, like, intimate moments, and <laughs> it's just, it was a really, it was kind of this very creepy uh, read that basically, the warning I feel like the undertone of the book was, if you've got a kid that's spending a lot of time with adults, be aware. Be aware. Well, that, like you said, though, that's usually not, they don't, the yeah. kids don't have the parents. The kids don't have the parents. And it just goes unnoticed. Because even the ones that aren't doing the grooming, they they end up spending more time with the kids that still need that figure in their life. And so it's it's yeah. there's no one there to It's very to sad. It. Yeah, it's it, it, it's sad it, it's, and I don't like bad. it. And I prefer to just ignore it. Yeah. That so it goes so on. you don't want to read that book? No. <laughs> No. It's by a Stanford psychology. Quality synopsis, I'm no. out. <laughs> it was a little disturbing. I'm not gonna it's it's not a light read before bed. How about that? A shooting in Yakima next on the fan. A little Grateful Dead coming back. The one Grateful Dead song that I know. Actually two. Touch of Grey and Friend of the Devil. Buck, are you a deadhead? I am not a deadhead. I was introduced to the Grateful Dead kind of late, so I enjoy their music. I'm not super familiar with it. Not either. Okay, it is uh, one more story here in the news. January 26th, a shooter flees Yakima convenience store. Yeah, I saw this one. After killing three people. Yeah, that's up in my son's neck of the woods. He yeah. hangs out in Yakima. Does he? Well, I think is that, that far from, where's where's his campus? Uh, they're at Central Washington, so they're in uh, Ellensburg. And How Yak- far is that? Yakima is the closest town. I think it's about 35, 40 minutes. Are you telling me Yakima's better to hang out in than... Ellensburg. Yeah. There's a skating rink and like a pitch and putt and I think they have a Costco. Look, don't... <laughs> oh, a Costco. A Costco. Uh, On the weekend, yeah, you can either drive, you can make the long drive to Seattle or you, you go hang out look, in Yakima. I'm a firm believer that it doesn't matter where you go to college, the experience is there for you to make the most of it and it can be great. Yeah. It doesn't matter. But, has he regretted Central Washington? Uh, I don't think he regrets it, but I, I he likes the, the the campus. He likes the the group of people that he's with. But yes, I do think he laments sometimes not being in Seattle, the rural <laughs> nature of it. Yeah, of, of uh, yeah, Yakima. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ellensburg, Yakima is a buddy metropolis compared. To, remember, you go to Yakima. How big is Yakima? Oh God, I don't know, but it's bigger than Ellensburg. Three fewer now. <laughs> Wow. What? Wow. It's true. Holy cow. Killed three people. Yes, this he guy. Did. They have him on uh, the camera the video cam. He looks like a young bro. Ninety six thousand and change in Yakima. Okay. Yeah, this dude uh they said the shooter, he's twenty one year old Jared Haddock, 
walked into a Circle K and began firing his gun. He allegedly shoots two people inside and one person directly outside. And they said it's totally random. There was no apparent conflict. No robbery. He just walked in and started shooting. No. Then he headed to an Arco station across the street where he stole a car and uh, drove off. But, yeah. They said he shot someone at Arco, too, but they left and they didn't. They weren't hurt. Yeah. And, and do they... But they don't have them. No. Yeah. He was last seen leaving the area in a gray or silver sedan that police said is a Chrysler 200. It's just... I mean, these things are He's becoming... Armed, armed and dangerous. Yeah, I would assume so. These things are becoming so commonplace that, honestly, when when, when it doesn't involve, like, nine people, that, that people kind of just shove this to the side, and they're like, oh, two or three people. But, God, it's terrifying. Yeah, it's brutal. A small town like that, you're sitting at a convenience store, and someone comes in, and... I know, it's like... Are yeah. you are you aware, like, now, like, when you go... Oh, yeah, I, will, I look. Yeah, yeah me, I, me too. My head's on a swivel. We, we had this where... And I trust no one. No. A couple... We talked about this a couple months ago. Uh, I stopped at a convenience store to buy like an energy drink on the way to work, and I walked in, and I thought I walked in on something. Like I, I walked in, and it's this little convenience store in, in, that, that I go to a bunch, and it's not in the best place. Uh, it's between like here and Happy Valley, and uh, it's a 7-Eleven, and I walked in, and I swear, the moment I stepped in, the, the guy, the, the one guy in there who was at the counter and the, and the, and the, the register looked at me, and I was like, oh, F. I'm like, I walked in on something really, really bad. And I slowly backed away <laughs> and I left, got in my car and left. And I, I don't think, I mean, I, cause I saw the guy, you know, leave shortly after that when I was in my car and it, nothing. So it was a vibe. It just was, I, I, I just had that. And it was one of those where I don't think five years ago, I just would have gone in and gone about my business. Oh, but yeah, you're not even paying attention. Yeah, I'm like, whatever, man, I'm getting my drink. There I walked in and was just like, you know what? I don't need to be in this 7-Eleven right now. I don't know what's happening here, but I would like to not be a part of it. And I walked out. And then when the guy walked out, like 15 seconds after me, I was like, oh, crap. I'm like, it ain't nothing. He's got in his car and left. And then I went back in, bought my energy drink. So and, did you ask? No. You, no. What was... Don't know, because because he got out, got in his you know got in his car and left, and then I went back in, bought my energy drink, and the guy at the counter was fine. I just, yeah. like I said it was probably just something that I perceived that wasn't there. But when I walked in, I really guy had his hand in his pockets, and mm. everyone was uncomfortable, and they were both looking at me like, "What are you doing?" And it was just a bad vibe. And I've noticed that when I go places, I am, I am way more hyper aware of my surroundings than I've ever been. Because it, I feel like this is this is happening all the time. We have two texts calling uh, Yakima the Palm Springs of Washington. <laughs> I'm not even sure what that means, but it's the hidden oasis. Is that I, I, uh, okay? I that's don't. what that means. <laughs> Someone else called it a dumpster fire, so I don't know. I like the depth of the person that said, "I grew up 25 minutes from Yakima. It's a great place to be from, but not a great place to be at." Yeah, that's like Salina. Yeah. Could be. No, all I know is they have a Costco better than Salina. and an ice skating rink, and for that's for my kid is good enough. He goes and plays like pickup hockey there. All right, there's your in the news. Uh, we've got the Hot Five at Five coming up next. Some coaching news updates on uh, Conference Championship Week injuries, and um, the NBA All-Star starters have been announced. It is 5.02 on the fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.